Sippers, welcome to this episode of the Tea With Me podcast with me, Shane Todd. Before we crack into this episode, let me just tell you about our two sponsors really quickly. Even before I do that, patreon.com slash tea with me podcast, the links in the bio, Friday live streams, Monday bonus episodes, and just all that kind of stuff. So our first sponsor is Thompson's Tea. You know by now, Punjana is the number one selling tea in Northern Ireland. Who's behind that, you ask? Who's behind Punjana? Is it a conglomerate of, of uh, you know, Middle Eastern Sikhs? Or sheiks? No, it's not. <laughs> is it, is it, you know, Jeff Bezos? Is it something like that? No, it's not. It's the Thompson family from Northern Ireland. You know they're the OGs when it comes to tea. You know they're brewing it up 24-7, 25-8. And you know the Punjana is what we drink on the podcast, what we're fueled by. And all we're doing is spreading the message of Punjana. You know, we, we've talked before about, you know, the guys from Tetley. Being it, and that's them asking if they can sponsor us. And the, and the answer to that question is you can fuck off. <laughs> PG tips, do one. It's all about Punjana. Just drink it. No, uh, no, no promo message, no, no nothing. Just continue to drink Punjana tea. Shout out to the Thompson family. We're also sponsored by Manscaped. Look at those, look at those balls in your hand right now. Are they yours or a friend's? Either way, if they need work done, then you get you, you manscape it. That's what you do. Manscape to the number one in men's below the belt grooming. You know? And what that what that is is that uh you know your genital re let's not shy away from it, but your genital region. <laughs> I see a few guys in here who I'm not making assumptions, but you know, could do with could do with a little bit of a little bit of landscaping from Manscaped. They've got the performance package, the lawnmower 4.0 is out. You know, and if you're still not getting this, what I'm saying is, you remember back in the day, all guys had like, you know, pubic hair was kind of cool. You know, you would you would go on a night out, and sh- you know, you'd, you would, you would basically pick an outfit that would accentuate your pubic hair, but nowadays, people don't do that. Stop doing that. Nobody wants to see your pubes. You shouldn't even have pubes. <laughs> you know by now, pubes are illegal in four of the six counties in Northern Ireland, and they're planning to roll that out <laughs> to all six. So if you don't want to go to McGabry for having too much pubic <laughs> manscaped.com, use the code tea with me for 20% off and free shipping. Keep yourself out of jail. Use the code tea with me for 20% off and free shipping. They've got the performance package. If you're going on some holidays, if you're going to McGabry and they're, they're willing to let you take it in, I would take in the performance package from Manscaped. Links in the bio. Cheers to Manscaped as always for the support. Now let's get into this episode. It's great when we have a returning guest, but it's even better, Ben Nicky, when we have a gift for that guest. Do you like do you like getting gifts? What do you prefer, getting gifts or giving gifts? I like um I actually like giving gifts, mate. Thanks to oh but by the way, thanks for having me back. I heard it was a really good podcast, the first one we did, so. Went down really well. Back by demand. Went down really well, back by demand. You said, though, that you prefer giving gifts, so before I give you well, the gift I've got you, if you want to give me. I mean, it's pretty awkward, bro, because I'm not, this is, a, this, is a, this is a total the truth. I actually wanted to bring something today, but it's not here. But no, I'm, that, I'm not No, no, I'm, I'm, I totally swear. Wait, I, I swear. You tell me you've shipped something for me? I've got, I've got you something. I'm not even joking. I, I, I've got you something coming, but it, it, it well, 
they sent the wrong thing. So yeah, I'm not okay. Gonna... Well, tell me what if they send me the if they send the wrong thing. Tell me what that was. Because I got this new I got a new merch line coming out, and it's amazing. But they sent you they sent me the hoodie that's got crew written on the back because it's for my crew members, and I thought you'd, I swear it says crew on the back. So you'd be walking around the town, and they think you're like a media like a photographer or something. Well, I may as well be crew because. Uh, there's loads I want to talk to you about, especially like the big, big show you just did in Belfast. But let me ask you this: because you know this is my podcast, she and you know me and man on this podcast. Were you making tea for everyone before your show? No. Okay, remember that. Remember that because everybody in this room was willing to let me make them a tea or coffee. And I'm not no gonna lie; it's, it's pretty strong. Like getting yeah. a bit of a caffeine buzz. I feel yeah. like I'm on a <laughs> on a session. <laughs> strong is this tea? I've not had. Well, you so is this the Pajano one? Because I tell you what, it's, this sounds like a Colombian strain, it's, mate. That's 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 what we're all about. Strong it's tea, strong here. strong tea. That like. But uh, but yeah, I made everyone tea and coffee before. You wouldn't do that before a show, surely? No, it'd be more like kind of like very probably like vodka or something, yeah. tequila. But you know, a tea, a tea. I have I have had tea before a show before. That we should do that. Like next time you do a big show, there's other DJs on the bill. You'd be like, my man's hooking us up with some drinks, and then I just come in with a tray, pajana, of pajana. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. just pouring tea for Sander Van Doom. I'm like, mm, more tea, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Why? How come you're in shorts? Um, I'm going to. I, it sounds really bad. I'm going to the gym after. I was being lazy. Thought I'd come looking like a tennis player. So apologies if the knees are on camera. Like it's it's not trying to get anyone se- a semi. Yeah. Um, Too late. <laughs> just 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 rolling it. You know. You look like if you were a tennis player, you'd be like the bad boy of the tennis scene. No, I like to. Do you know who is your favorite tennis player? I'd say see that I like Nadal. I like Nadal. Is Nadal still playing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a he's he's got good biceps. Like yeah, well, he's one good was, one. He's always got that vein pops out. And it made me jealous so much. I was like that vein is killing it. Yeah, I liked uh, my favorite was probably he wouldn't be the best, but like Tim Henman. I just felt bad. He was just so shit. He was so brutal. Like I don't, I don't think he liked playing tennis. But everyone was like, "Come on, Tim, this is the year." And they so just... I'm trying to think. So in Northern Ireland, has there ever been a good, a really good tennis player here? Like, let's dump, yeah. like, right, come on, who, what's the name? Richard. What his name's Richard, or is that his surname? It's his name. Is he good? Is he big now, or this is back in the day? This is. The, I'm, I'm just lying. I wish we did, oh, but oh, we okay. don't have one. I'm trying to make, make it. No, there's never been a tennis player from Northern. But even in, even in England, mate, like we've never really, we've all, we'd get to like the second round, and that was like the final for us. Like, yes, come on, come Fred, on, Tim Fred Perry. No, who's English? Fred Perry. I mean, yeah, that's where the brands came from. That, that, it was, any he was a, he was a tennis player. Google that. It's like Joe Rogan. Here. Can you Google? That? Yeah. Although on Joe Rogan, <laughs> the internet's like, so slow in Belfast that you want to take bring like, up a few <laughs> tennis players here. <laughs> So, um, yeah, there's, there's loads happened since the last time you were on the podcast. Just done a massive show in Belfast. Um, yeah. Th- thought maybe you are going to die at one point. Um, yeah, am I allowed to talk about that on here or will we get censored if I talk about that briefly? Look, they nah. know by now I'm the bad boy of the podcast world. All right, cool. They can't censor me, me and my tea, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah no, we can talk about We can talk about yeah. it. I've got to, let me give you a gift first. Okay, thank let you. Let me give you a gift first. Because last time you came on here, did the Manscaped raid, um... You, you were intrigued, you know, you threw the fishing rod out to Manscaped. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, still waiting for the official deal. Like, um, I think they're just putting it together. Okay. I think they've, they've, they've outsourced to their yeah. legal team. Yeah, and so I was hoping to kind of retire from DJing and just go into full-on, you know, tutorials on how to mow. I mean, it would be a weird career move, wouldn't it, to go from DJing in front of a lot of people to just essentially shaving guys? Yeah. But, it, but whatever up, works for you. You know, if there's another lockdown, you that's know, what, might have to... That's what Tim Hammond's doing now. It's working for him, you know? Yeah. You're not going to believe what we've got you. <laughs> oh, I, 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 kinda, I think I know what it might be, but like, no. yeah, yeah. You don't. 
Okay, the first the first one isn't wrapped, and that might give away what it is. But look, oh, wow. and there you I'm go. I'm gonna move the mic a little bit from so us to you. First of all, is this is this like? I don't want you taking the credit for this because is this is this from Manscaped? Did they watch your podcast and go, right, that kid needs one, or have you actually gone? Ben wants one. That hero over there, Dan, contacted Manscaped and sent them the video of our last podcast. There you go. By the way, I'm going to be so pissed off if inside that there's like a load of cash as well because we've got to well, split that Well, that's just then. the payment for coming on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we agreed that before the show. <laughs> Imagine so, after this, you just invoice me. I have, like 12 grand. I have. What's this for? Yeah, that's just for a couple of minutes. Like, <laughs> nah. Um, this is the Weed Whacker. Yeah. So this is uh, electric nose and ear trimmer hair. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you, I've never really struggled with nose hair. I think the nose has stayed quite blocked for the last 10 years. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah. But, Why? Uh, yeah. Just uh, I, had a few, I, had a, I had a bad run of partying. You yeah. got hay fever, bro? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a COVID, it's a Colombian COVID strain. Um, so I've got the weed whacker. Imagine. Uh, um, it does your ears as well. And now... It's it's a weird device, and I, I definitely will use this. But like, have you got hairy ears? No, I didn't think I had no hair. So the first time we got one of these, um, I gave it to Mike because I was like, I don't have nose or ear. But I bet once you try it, I bet you actually have got more than you think. Then I drove home and I saw, I looked in the mirror and I was like, I do, but not enough that I would I would need that. Well, I'm going to embrace this. So thank you guys and to, um, Manscaped for the the weed whacker. Yeah, it's cool enough. Like a bit of weed now and then. Sorry, I just like the thought of you being like the DJ at the festival. He's like sniffing and like he touches his nose, and they're like, "You okay? What do you need?" And you're like, "Claritin." Yeah, yeah. Claritin immediately. Because, I need the weed whacker. Yeah. And and then suddenly I'll be like, "Do you know what? I can hear so much more music because now it's <laughs> now the ears, are, the, the hairs have gone." Um, this one here, I don't know what to expect. I don't know what the hell this is going to be. Um, Go ahead. But okay. Could be anything. Okay, I try to avoid the tea. Oh. There we yeah. go. So I'm um, presented with a box like this. So this this is for your balls. Oh yeah. Thank yep. you. Um, yeah. I will be putting a tutorial on my OnlyFans later. No, for our Patreon, you're willing to do a live demonstration after this. So we have all the accessories here, mate. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna no, get it out now. Worry, but, um, but I've even got. I think this is like, Jesus. <laughs> I thought this was a joke. They actually do do ball toner. Ball toner, yeah. <laughs> Because that's what I did. I felt like I wasn't getting anywhere in, in life in my career. And then I realized that my balls just weren't toned enough. Ball deodorant. Ball deodorant, yeah. So, does it, it's, oh, what did you just rub it on? Like, when it's set, set, right. This, no, this, you get someone to do it. Okay, I'm going to explain. You can get someone to do it. I'm going to explain on camera. There's a condition that's been going around. Uh, in the DJ world, we call it Disco Fanny. It's basically when you meet a girl and they've been in a club and uh, she's been dancing all night for a long time. Sometimes there's a pungent smell that comes down from down below. Um, and I'm just thinking maybe Manscaped could design, um, I don't really know how to, to announce the, the name of a female part on a podcast, but you your female genitalia could maybe have some kind of deodorant as well. There's a market that's being missed. So Manscaped, if you're watching, I'm, yeah, if, I will happily invest into the female range. If the guys are willing to do it. But if the girl just had like a quick, you know, Manscaped female deodorant, a quick little, little slip down there, a little clean, meets the lad. Breath of fresh air, yeah. rather than rather than tuna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. wow. Just a thought, just a thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never experienced that personally, but I've heard yeah, stories yeah, that yeah. has happened. <laughs> yeah. You just have a guy constantly spraying your balls. Just <laughs> yeah. I have now. Like I've a got, yeah, yeah. Now he's fired now because the manscaper sorted me out. Yeah, yeah. So you must. Are you like? Once you do like a you know a big show, do you like do you take some time? Well, suppose before 
you couldn't have taken time after it to just like chill and come down a bit from it because you were just on to the next one. Yeah. But at the minute, are things so slowly coming back in and opening up again that after doing Balsonic last week, you can actually just yeah, relax si- a bit? Since I saw you last time, like, as soon as the UK opened, I was straight back to work. Um, like I do put some, I do put loads of big shows on in the UK, like massive ones. Um, and my diary is just absolutely rammed as normal, um, which is great. But there comes a point where I'm usually around the world every week and because nothing else is really open around the world, it's like, can't just keep doing the same thing every week so um once like this tour's over i think i go to america next month and um and i'm in russia, russia in two weeks um but yeah i've been djing non-stop mate like just basically just thinking if you know lockdown happens again i might as well just get the retirement funds sorted now oh and, yeah, yeah like just chill make hay while the sun shines definitely yeah. i'd love to go back to the states I, i'd started doing that and then everything closed yeah it's it's, it's all like the states is uh if you want to go and tour just go to texas because <laughs> they just don't care the laws there are just pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. They do what you want. Um, but like I said, talking about Belsonic, it was amazing, by the way, on, on Saturday. It's, it was the first, um, it was not just in general, uh, Belfast in general, it was the first major event since lockdown, which was my event. So oh, yeah. it was the first um, big 15,000 capacity event for what, any in general. What felt different from Belsonic like that from the last time you'd it, done it? Do you know what? It, it felt the same. It didn't feel any different because obviously you had to show negative test or whatever on the on the gate, which is which is really easy to do. It's a text message, and so everyone kind of like treated it in the same way. Once you're in, obviously, unless you've somehow like bought a, a certificate off your mate for a fiver or something, everyone in there would, would supposedly be negative or whatever. So I mean, yeah. like you kind of just treat everyone the same and yeah, just crack on as it was. And I, I really enjoyed it. And um, most of the shows have been having that annoying thing on the door where you've got to show your certificate or whatever, which, you know, regardless of whether you agree with it or you don't, it's a, it's a bit of a, not excuse the pun, ball ache. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's admin, like, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's, it's just it's just adding, like, annoyance to, like, the procedure. Obviously, I'm a DJ. I, I, even the performers, we still have to do it as well, so I still have to show you a test um, when you get backstage or whatever. But um, apart from that, mate, it went amazingly in the city. Just showed so much love here, and it's do you, amazing. Do you get any more nervous for it because it is now, it's now like a home gig for you, you know what I mean, because you live here? Nah, do you know what, mate? Like, what's funny, though, is... I did an interview for, um, I won't even mention the newspaper's name because I don't want to like cause any dramas. Um, but I did an interview and they rung me up um, and they were like, hey. Was it know, a paper here? Yeah, it was a paper oh, here. Oh, there only is one. They were like, <laughs> okay, oh, no, no, that, well, there, there's a couple like, okay, okay, well, fuck it. I'm not going to slag them. I'm going to be fair, but I'm going to tell you what happens. This is, this is what happens in the media. So I did an interview, hey, how's your gig? You know, um, preparations, what music you're playing? How is it living over here? They took pictures of, instead of like using pictures about the gig and printing the gig, they took pictures of me on my lawnmower in my garden and it's like ben loves northern ireland country life and bought and pictures of my house everything mate which is really going to sell a live experience to people yeah they also mentioned like the actual town that i live in and stuff so it was pretty detailed which is kind of pissed me off like end of the day like i'm gonna have like people turn up at my door with like groceries later yeah (laughs) Yeah. um so this is this is the gps location yeah like cheers mate luckily they got the town kind of a little bit wrong actually so it wasn't too bad but um was it a belfast based newspaper yes but it just annoyed me a little bit like <laughs> yes yes but like end of the day like don't if, if you're doing an interview with someone about their show like kind of manipulating it and like it was a nice piece like yeah. but you know like it was literally had my front door on it i was like come on guys like you know i've been i i i, I did a i can't remember what gig i was doing but there was like a thing in the sunday world about it and you know they've got like their main story and then on like another panel of the front page they'll have like two like snippets for like this is also inside there was a for me there was just my picture and it said like page 
60 or some big show and then underneath it it said predator still loose but they were too close together so it said predator still loose and i'm just like you're on the you're on the watch list now bud standing right below i've been fucked so many times by like bad pictures i i I don't despite being like quite cute i don't photograph well at all like i like you need a valencia filter on it i need i need a filter and i need like the photographer to go mate this looks well you look like a wee alien guy here like let's take this again but they'll just they don't give a fuck they just put it out you need um like you know those girls these instagram girls that go to ocean beach and get a photo of wayne lineker you need like one of those you need one of those you know you know these girls who like their their, their their thighs come down and then they it just like goes out where they've got that app and they stretch their ass out but you meet them in real life and they're absolutely catfish to hell yeah 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 you need you need a basically need an editor that does you and gives you like the veneers like me the white yeah. and that yeah and Wayne's like what age are you he's like 20 he goes Too oh milf <laughs> yeah I have got a lot of people that are friends with him but yeah careful it is what it is mate I'm just gonna say it as it is like if when you, if you post pictures up with, with young birds like he does, you, you do kind of bring it on yourself a little bit. I'm sure he's a nice guy, like, but and yeah. I like Gary, but you know, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, top guy, but like, yeah, I'm not slagging the guy off, but like, I'm just saying, like, if you if you do post pictures, if you're like 60 years old and you post pictures with 18 year old girls, you probably are gonna insinuate that you are un- un- doing something a bit weird. Have you ever met Wayne Lineker? No, uh, I think so. I think so. All my, I mean, all my friends actually have worked at Ocean Beach, um, and I've got a lot of friends in like reality TV that are friends of him. I'm sure he's a nice guy, but I just, I just in t- all I'm saying is like, when you post pictures of young girls, you're gonna get prejudged, but yeah. I don't know the guy, so I'm not gonna say like- Have you met Gary? No. I'd Who would you to. prefer to meet, Gary or Wayne? I'd like to go to Ocean Beach with Gary Lineker. <laughs> oh, the ultimate curveball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, I don't know. I'm sure, it's hard to know, mate, because like, it's very easy to prejudge in social media nowadays until you meet someone, so I'm sure he's a nice guy. And, um, one of my friends, Tom Zanetti, who's like a, a rap, does rap and um, like garage and all these other, I wouldn't know what genre it is actually, but he's, he's just doing some big tracks in the charts. He was on like Love Island and stuff. He's mates with him and, I, and Tom's a legend. So I'm guessing he's a decent lad, but just obviously just the photo sometimes like make me laugh a little bit. Like, yeah. yeah. Belsonic looked outstanding. Like, just like, as because when, uh, when I went over to do shows in London, it's like opened up 100%. Whereas we phase things back in. So anytime I've seen people locally here, like mates out at something, it still just doesn't look proper yet. You know what cl- I mean? Club, clubs still aren't open here, are they? I don't know. Well, I'm the wrong guy. No, they're not. Which is mental because, I mean, like I just did 15,000 people here. Yeah. And then you can't go and, you know, listen to the Spice Girls and be your mate in a little club in the corner. That's what you like to... Yeah. I that's actually, all you want to do. I'm not going to lie, mate. I did actually go out for my first... I've, I've never been I thought out. you were about to say you went out with a Spice Girl. I was like, that, nah. that will now be 40 nah, minutes nah, in nah. the vodka. I, um, I went out for my first ever night here, like because I've obviously live here. I never go out because it's get, it's the same as you get tortured. <laughs> like, so it's a bit of a nightmare. I'm looking for... I'm like... No, oh, mate. It's, apparently Shane Todd's in tonight. Yeah, yeah. You're writing it down at the front. No, I, yeah, I don't... I, that champagne story you told me last time, I won't forget that. Yeah. So that was basically, yes, I went out with a few of the boys. Um, you know, Gareth McCauley? Yeah. Northern Ireland, so yeah. we went out with, uh, with G and a few other mates. And uh, we went to Ollie's, <laughs> as you do, and just sat in the corner. But because you can't see anyone else, it was like, we just sat there just chatting about normal things that we would have talked about anyway. And it was, it was yeah. yeah, it was a weird experience just kind of sat in a club with you're, like not being able to socialize with anyone. So. You're putting two become one by the Spice Girls on yeah, a Bluetooth speaker. <laughs> Guys, come on, let's enjoy yeah, this. Um, Gareth uh, Gar- Gar- McCauley, like, yeah, like legend. Have you had him on here? No, uh, the only interaction I've had with him was I, I do videos for the IFA for okay. f- football association uh, uh, with the football team, and we would do like all different stuff, and you get to do stuff for the players, which 
I love because I'm a huge football fan and have always been a big Northern Ireland fan. So we're supposed to do one with Gareth McCauley. This is like, you probably wouldn't even remember this. It's about five years ago. Uh, they were training down in Dublin and the video was we were going to recreate his goal against Ukraine that he scored at the Euros that, that I was at, me and Tony were at. Was this, the, was this the header? Yeah. I've heard so much the about The big torn header. So me yeah. and my mate went down to recreate that for the IFA and uh, we got like the full kits on to go to their training pitch and we're walking over and then the guy came out from the IFA and it's like, yeah, that Gareth, he's done really, he don't want to do it. And, and the, do you know what the, the, the worst thing about the whole thing is? We were in the full kits with shin guards on, so we're standing oh, there like, no. I stand there like, no, we, like, didn't even, we didn't even really want to do it. <laughs> and the guy's like, why have you got that wee strip over your nose? Yeah. I was like, no, 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 well, we're, we're cool either way, we'll just Gum chill. shield in. We'll just chill over here. <laughs> yeah, I play football with a scrum hat on. Yeah, wow. Um, but, but yeah, I guess he just he, he just didn't want to do it. We did something else, and uh, and I, I understand why. Sometimes no, he's, also, he's actually uh, probably one of the most humble guys I've ever met. Yeah. Really humble, uh, quiet guy. Actually, I went, something funny as well, I went to, um, he took me to the Northern Ireland match the other, the other night. Yeah, First Switz, time? Switzerland. First time at Windsor you Park. You like it? Loved Windsor Park. Um, really nice. They looked after us really well. Really nice. Actually, a lot of the media team that were there actually were at my Belsonic show working, so everyone was really nice. Um, and also, one thing I do want to do, I really want to put a show on there. Yeah, on the pitch. I want to put a, like a concert on in there. So that's then that's maybe something in the future that I'd be looking at doing. Yeah, because the first time I saw something done there that wasn't football Carl. was a Frampton fight. Yeah, yeah. And it looked great. It was raining, which again I've said before. I call myself a fair weather boxing fan, like quite literally. So I like want to go to a fight, but then I, if I see it rained at the fight, I go, oh thank God. You know, I'm like, thank God I didn't so go. Does, does the roof not close on Windsor Park? No. No, they're like a guy will claim it though. You know what I mean? Like there'll be a guy working there being like, I can close it. Is and it then it's tarp- him. Yeah, yeah, with a load of blankets trying to pull it. Like 12 guys it's nice, trying to pull It's a nice stadium though, but... Unreal. I didn't realise it only holds like 18,000 or something or 17,000. Yeah, I thought yeah. it would like... I thought it would be a much bigger ground because outside it looks huge, but it's a beautiful stadium. Yeah, like, yeah. real nice. Um, Ollie's is... Uh, I haven't been to Ollie's in like I feel like we should years. be getting some kind of like endorsement. But I I can't go I mean I don't really go like I'll go to the pub but I don't really go like out out and uh, because I do like a, a character, like a social like a comedy character who's like all about Ollies and like Is this in your show? Yeah. No, not not on the live show. It's like oh like vid- I'll do sketches with this okay. character and um he talked about Ollies that much that if I was ever there as myself, yeah. people were like, Are you're you filming? In, you're in denial. You're, yeah. The best moment I had there was me, Tony, and, and our mate John was it, were there. And um, it was the last time I went there, and that's why we can never go back. Um, we were there, and Christine Blakely and Frank Lampard came in with nice. a couple of their friends and, like, all big football fans. Like, oh, my was God, this, Frank Was Lampard. he with her officially, or was it, is it, did he have an affair with that, Christine Blakely? I can't remember. Is, or are they married now? I can't remember. I, like, I haven't they're, followed... They're married now, yeah, and married. I think they had a... What would She's you say? She's mint, she was. Like, yeah. What she like, does she look like now? Is she decent? Yeah. I, I, I just, I think... I just want to get it out there that I does think... She watch, does she watch Tea For Me? I want... I think me. I don't think she was. I think she might know of it, but um, I just want to clarify so that she might come on again. I think their courtship was above board. She been on here? No, she hasn't. Oh, okay, not yet. But I just mean like I think I I, I think they. In case they, they offer, in case you get an email saying she wants to come on the show. Yeah. You want to have it? I just want to point out okay. that her and Frank, who are close personal friends, I've I've never spoken to them, got together in the right way. But my mate was so drunk that he 
So me, Tony, and our mate are You'd say block, blocked here, right? Block, blitzed. Yeah, see, like blocks is, a, I'm learning some new words, blocks. Yeah, yep. I, I've learned this a few, from a few viral videos that I saw at Shavana, which I won't bring up, but yeah, the word blocks is, yeah. It's, so it's, we're blocks. Yeah. And uh, Lampard and Christian Blakely are sitting there. And you know the like the VIP area there is like really dark. That's where we were. Was it like a, is it like a little room to the right and a little it's like, like a cave? Square? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where we were. So we're sitting. There. By the way, I, no, now I'm like I I would never be comfortable somewhere like that now. I I, I don't know. I think it's just being like I think you're in denial, mate. Being, I'm too old. I'm just an old guy. You know what I mean? You just like sitting in, and uh, I think I'm like, what's the opposite of claustrophobic? outgoing <laughs> yeah I, I mean, think I'm scared I mean, of that um, um, but, so we're sitting there and, and, and it's all really dark and Christian Blakely and Frank Lampard and no one's really bothering you know they're giving them the, their space and uh, my mate John goes to subtly take a photo bad etiquette but oh, he's drunk he's from, drunk he's drunk right okay. and he just goes to take a photo just for like his mate or something of Christian Blakely <laughs> and Frank Lampard hey flash oh no <laughs> It lights the place like a Christmas tree. Like the entire VIP oh, area no. turns into like a cave of light. It's like a light spectacular show that Cirque du Soleil would do for about three seconds. And he's a real like flustered guy. So what I would have done is gone, oh shit, sorry. Um, I just meant to take a photo of me and my friend. And I'd be like, like yeah. just of me. And then I'd act like I was taking a selfie. But he just like, he was like, he just didn't know what to like do Mate, or I've, say. I've seen that happen before. Everyone's like blind, and uh, yeah, the people they were with like let him know that that was a bad move. I think her sister like hit him a wee bit on the arm or something. But uh, but yeah, that, that's why I, I don't go out anymore. That and just a cripple and social anxiety. But apart from that, um, no, I uh, yeah, man, VIP areas and things like that are I think a, I think a thing of the past for me. I, I just I just like drinking tea and watching like um like Vietnam War documentaries stuff like that. Yeah, I tell you what, like, as you I, I I think people think like um, especially in the world I'm in, like when you're like your whole world, like your whole daily routine is like waking up, smashing like twelve hookers, doing coke off a midget's back, midget's ass. Um, you know, next minute you're doing backflips, you know, into breaking your head open and. and you used to do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, but in all seriousness, like um yeah, as you get older a little bit, like you just. You just like, I don't know, like the little simple things, um, you know, I found, like, you know, I, I, believe this or not, right, after my Bell Sonic gig, I'm a very open, honest person, so I don't really care. But after my show, I went back to, um, you know that Mal Maison suite that everyone always has with the snooker table and all that? It's in like Line of Duty. It's like a hotel right. room. That it, basically, if you've ever had been to a party in the city, it would have been in that suite, right, in that hotel room. I've I'm just totally giving it away. Okay, <laughs> well, you don't go out, but I've just given away where we stay. So next time I'm doing Bell Sonic, everyone's gonna know where my hotel room is now, but whatever. Um, <laughs> I went back and I went back after the gig, amazing, 15,000 sore out show, incredible, rally, rally, rah. And then get into my room and I walk in and uh, my friend Rolo, who's behind the camera here, is like just walking around pacing, being weird. And there's about six girls, six girls, just, just, just pacing around, you know, when someone's on a mad one. And there's like six girls like twerking to Sam Smith in the corner. And I'm like, my mates are like, what's going on here? Like, whatever. The music of Sam Smith or just Sam Smith? Oh, yeah, Sam Smith was twerking as well. Um, but no, no, like these random people. And um, yeah, I literally was like, Do you know what, mate? My gig was so good, my drama was so good. I can't be bothered with all this. And yep. then just got in, got my mate, and got in the car, went home because I obviously live in Northern Ireland as well, not far from. Um, we'll put England. the postcode in the description. Thank you. And um, I totally, I just left it. I was like, I can't be bothered with this. Got, got home. I was in bed at half one with a bowl of cocoa pops, and um, didn't know where that was going when you first said the first syllable. Cocoa that, pops. But, um, but the <laughs> no, but, like, yeah, a bowl of it. That was actually one of my first sober gigs in my whole career. But um, but no. Um, those, but then 
do you start you start then to enjoy the next day being like i'm fresh i feel so good yeah you know but it's, yeah and because i'd hit it I'd, I'd hit it hard for the last you know for a lot, a lot of my career so um sometimes just those little pleasures and those like yeah. little simple things um Sometimes when it when something's built up to be like really big, I actually do the opposite and like I just like go, oh, I'm just gonna chill tonight. Hundred percent. Like the first time I did the Ulster Hall, I was at my car with me, and uh, so I was like, what I'll do is I'll go home. What is it? He drove home. I, I I I was always planning to drive home, but but I said to Joe, who who we know from Shine, um, because they run the limelight, which is exactly where my car was parked. So I was like, could I get like everywhere was closed I was like could I get like a load of cider a load of bottles of cider to take home and I'm gonna like have a few drinks in the house which I would never do and then I get home turn match of the day on have like half of a cider and I'm like this is perfect I don't need like yeah. anything else and even like the last couple of weeks I've been in London do a couple of shows and I love the idea as soon as I'm off stage of like a pint of cider and the last two times I've got the cider in my hand been really looking forward to it had like two sips and then like chickened out no, that's really... I check it out. It's mad you say this because this is actually something that I was... When I was partying really heavily, like, before, um, there was, like, a certain trigger that I had and because the kind of music I play and the crowds are mad, that adrenaline you get during during that is so high. Like, it's the it's the biggest high you can ever get. Yeah. When you come straight off stage, it's like, well, where do I go? What do I do now? Like, it dips. Yeah, you yeah, It's yeah. horrible adrenaline dip. So I was, like... I'm not exaggerating. My friends would back me up. But I was drinking, like, a litre of Grey Goose vodka on stage. Like, a whole bottle straight nailing it during my set and i was and because of the adrenaline i was just like still yeah alive yeah but i come off and i was like whoa then i'd have to cut i'd have the party to like try and get myself back to that high that i had um when i was coming off stage so um that's the that's my little trigger is it's like you're saying when you come off you get like that do i have that drink or do i just kind of let the adrenaline come down and and, and deal with it so now i'm kind of like learning my body like a little bit of why i was doing things i was doing you you'll probably take it in more as well like i don't yeah, know if you're yeah. someone who like if you're on that cycle, it's probably hard to like quantify big yeah. shows you've done and like the reaction and it just all blends into one. Whereas when you don't, maybe you have more time. Yeah, but like... uh, uh, Sonic was actually the first sober gig I've done in a long time, uh, like from since like probably when I did a China tour when I was really jet lagged once. But because um, in, in China, <laughs> this is random. I, I think I had tequila on my rider and um, for some reason they brought me like a duck. They must have like the translation must have been wrong, <laughs> but they've literally bought me like a dried duck. Oh, I thought you meant live. I was like, no, that's not, a it wasn't alive. No, it was a dried duck. So like, um, yeah, China's not really fine. And they say, I actually love um, touring China. Well, do you um, like duck? I love duck, but not. It was like it was like kind of like dry, like dried and cured in a way, and it, it just it smelled like something that had been in the bin. Right, because um, right. I like a wagon. I love duck pancakes. This is it. So like when you go to China, India, whatever, it's it's not like you get an Indian or a Chinese food you get here. The this is like when you're in Northern Ireland or wherever. You don't like, get a free bottle of Coke with any order over six quid. You don't. You, there's no what mate. Believe this. When I was in uh, when I was in India touring like years ago in Goa, there's no such thing as mango chutney there. They don't I even mean, ha- mango chutney ben, doesn't even exist there. I think the phrase first world problems" was invented for that. No, but mate, like Papa Dom's and mango chutney is like. I, would, I'm, I don't know if any of you are the same, but when I go for an Indian, I load up on 14 poppadoms and I'm full by the time the mains right, come. That yeah, is, yeah. to me, is, is the, the best combo is mango chutney poppadoms. I swear to you right now, I would take that over any food. When you were running about being like, I just need this mango chutney, it probably sounded like code when you were there because you're a DJ. Yes. You're like, guys, yeah. he needs his mango chutney. Mate, it was... Um, <laughs> load of gear arrives, you're like, get that out of my face. Yeah, go away. All get I want is my mango. <laughs> yeah, but um, where's my... It's Sharwoods, isn't it? Where's my Sharwoods? Get my Sharwoods. <laughs> yeah, they finally sourced the one... The one... I've already gone. The one jar of mango chutney in India. 
It's not my brand. That's uh-huh. not my brand. But it's, it, it just shows you like how takeaways um, in like the UK or wherever, they're just like commercialized, buttered, creamy dishes that actually, they, like my Indian, my friends in India are actually like, what is this? This is like an insult to our yeah, food. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Down here, mate, get me a munchie box. Let's yeah. go. Half and half. Yeah. Ha- yeah. Don't want chips, don't want rice. Why can't In England, you don't get that. I'd never experienced half and half. Oh, yeah? They do in America. Panda- I've been to Panda Express. No, oh, but I've been to P- PF Chang's. Similar, yeah. Good spot, Rolo. You like PF Chang's? My friend Rolo's here, by the way, from How, how do you and Rolo know each other? Um, my first ever gig in New Zealand. This is a good story. Um, Rolo's actually been on my Instagram fair bit, so if you follow me, you'll, you'll know a bit like how crazy this guy is. But um, he, um, he, his, he he's booked, fully nude over here in case yeah, he's, watching he's, the he's trying the manscape as we speak. Can you not hear the buzz? I'm sorry. <laughs> the du- double A's are in. <laughs> he's up to the knee, that's what <laughs> <right. laughs> First gig I had in New Zealand, even though he's from South Africa, he lived in New Zealand for how many years? 15 years. And um, so this is back in the day where like, you, I was barely scraping by and I had to stay at his, actually, I stay at his house because they couldn't afford to put me in a hotel. Um, he booked was, you for the... Booked me for his gig, for his show. Um, literally about nine people turned up to see me. So, I mean, I was doing pretty well. <laughs> you know, I think, I think I, me, he had to remortgage his house. So he lost so much money on me. Nine people more that would come and see me in South Africa. <laughs> yeah, this is, like, this is like right at the start. This is like, what, 10 years, 10, 11 years ago, maybe more than that. Um, but he's the only promoter in history that I've actually had to take home myself. There's... They're supposed to look after you, right? You know, when you get yeah, booked, yeah, they'll yeah. get you back to your hotel, whatever. But I had to get him home. <laughs> he, I, had to, I had to drag him out of his own night because um, he was very intoxicated on many substances. And um, it, yeah, it was- Mango that, chutney. Mango, <laughs> mango chutney. Yeah, but um, mate, absolute, yeah, absolute. Um, then he moved to America. So whenever I tour America, mainly in Dallas, I stay in Dallas. And we've, we've done some mad things together, like things that I wouldn't be able to talk about on here, but like, he, he, like, all I can say is he's like Chuck Norris. I know how he's not like dead. You know, like he's, his, his heart should be his heart should be gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, absolute legend of a guy. And just, yeah, he's over here for a few weeks visiting. Coming to he came to um, Bell Sonic. He's going to. I'm in. I'm playing Glasgow tomorrow. Well, this will be going out on the Wednesday, so it'll be done. You'll play it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but Glasgow Colors Fest tomorrow in Glasgow. Really, you like it here? Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's an interesting part. He's of He's been world. getting quite a lot of DMs from the ladies. Oh yeah, and he has, he's got a few followers of it as well, and and now he's you know he thinks he's like Hugh Hefner. Make the move, just but, come yeah, but what these women are, what these women are doing is they're like, oh, you out, you. I'm gonna go watch Big Jerry Cinnamon tonight down Bell Sonic, and um, I'm going tomorrow. Yeah, he was like, um, they're like, oh, Rolo, like, what what are you up to? Like, you, you going out then? And, and Rolo's like, obviously trying to invite them out for a date, but what he didn't tell me is that these are like mums of my fans so clearly they're trying to maybe get to get to see me and meet me as well like and he's like yeah don't worry I'm like no 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 do not bring him to my house they're not coming here yeah no Rolo's the conduit that all electricity passes through he just connects yeah. people to you so um yeah so, so Rolo uh, really is um ba- basically like an auxiliary um kind of cord <laughs> take it take, taking like that what I call the, like, the, 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 the dregs yeah. <laughs> the dregs yeah there's last minute guest list attempts were like I've tried Ben's Instagram he's not replying yeah. hey Rolo <laughs> if I show you a little bit can you sort me backstage he's like Ben can you get him in I'm like no no but uh, you know God loves a trier absolutely yeah uh, yeah so before in, in the kind of lead up to the show um, you got like it, like real ill to the point where I was like, yeah. 
mate, what did, does like tomorrow shoot for the podcast? And you genuinely went, mate, I've got to go and get my heart checked here, yeah. and uh, but I might be able to do it tomorrow. But I've been in A for like eight hours, and uh, they're saying my heart, there's a big problem in my heart, so I don't know if I'll make it. And I was like, hey. Take a rain. Just you don't need that, you know. Yeah, it's not like, life or death. This podcast, I was Ill, you know. Like, but yeah. you were that felt felt like just watching it through your stories and chatting to you. But felt like that went from like not to hundred like really quick. Yeah, I got so like I'm not I'm not afraid to talk about it on because I'm not here calling out like I'm um, saying I'm pro vaccine or anti vaccine. Like this is what happened to me, and um, I would just say to other people like should be made aware of the things that happen. But so I had my second jab. The first jab I was fine. Second jab I had, and then like uh, the, that evening I just woke up. In the middle of the night, four in the morning, like shaking heavily, which is apparently like you can shake, you get like flu symptoms, shake a lot, but this is like really like severely. And then just had like a seizure on the floor, like hit the floor. And then I just woke back up again and like suddenly went to get up and, and I had another seizure. Um, and I've got like no pre existing like issues. Like I'm actually, believe it or not, despite the parting, like I'm quite a healthy person. Like you wouldn't think so, would you? <laughs> so I called, called the ambulance out and the, the one woman walked in, she's like, Looked at my house, she's like, what do you do for a living? Are you a, are you a drug dealer, she said. <laughs> I was like, nah, I'm just a musician, that DJ kind of thing. And then the other woman recognized, she's like, oh, my daughter's been to a gig or something like that. I gotta say, yeah. it must be stressful to call your own ambulance. Mate, it was, because yes. I've never, I've, I, I'm a bit of a, I, I've got, and I think my friends have got this, I've got, definitely got health-related anxiety. So I get a tick, I, I get a, like a, a pain in my chest, I think I'm about to have a heart attack. Like, I'm that kind of person. Right, right, right. Um, not extremely, but like, I'm a hypochondriac sometimes. So I call the ambulance. He's like, yeah, there'll be 18 minutes. They came and got me. Um, my, my blood pressure kept dipping like whilst they were there. They were like, this is not normal. It's really weird. So they said, we don't advise you to go to hospital. So we, we can't force you to, but we'd okay. advise that you did because your heart is doing some weird stuff. And that's not something that you want to tell someone when they're like freaking out. So I went to the hospital, got into the, um, like I said, can I go private? Because I was like, that sounds horrible, but like, obviously it's the royal everyone kind of knows everyone there i was like can i go to private like no you've got to go into the royal so get into royal receptionist i I know who you are oi girls ben's here mate they rather than care about me i'm there like like that they're all taking selfies with me on my deathbed they're all like taking so i swear all got their phones out like taking selfies with me i'm like it might be his last one i'm like i'm yeah i'm there like guys like can you just like rather than worry about picture like i'm actually like not very well like so they um, they did all these blood tests on me, blah, blah, blah. And um, I went home. They said, okay, everything seems to be fine. But then two days later, I started getting all these heart pains. I went to my local surgery and he did an ECG and he's like, you could have what's called myocarditis, which is what loads of, I don't think it's talked about much online, but like mo- a lot of young people have been getting it. So it's when you get um, inflammation of the heart. So like the vaccine can kind of like put a bit of strain. So it gets inflamed and it's not actually that dangerous as long as you take like ibuprofen or whatever, but if you don't know about it and you, they actually think that's why the yeah, football player that collapsed not long ago on the pitch. Yeah, Christian Harris. He had his vaccine not long before that. Yeah. So they think that maybe that could have been, he could have had, had, had myocarditis and not know, known about it. But um, yeah, I went and got blood tests and um, they thought I had it. And um, the wait was 14 hours in the Royal. And um, again, I was like, is there nothing I can do? Can I get, is there anywhere I can go in quicker? They're like, no, no, no. So um, I just, I just, after eight hours went, now I'm going home. And then I got a blood test the next day in, in the city, which tells you whether... Um, you've got this um, tri- troponin level, which means you've, if you've got a heart problem, and it was clear, thankfully. But they, when I had those symptoms, they thought maybe I did have it. So, um, right, but right. I didn't in the end. But what it, this, it doesn't explain the seizures and stuff. But um, yeah, like yeah, I've definitely scary. heard of, like most people, like like I got my second vaccine, and for a day, sort of felt like not a. I would describe myself as 
not a hundred percent, but totally fine. Like I, I could have gone to the gym or yeah. gigged or whatever. This, this is the thing as well. Is is as much as like the whole the, the way that things are right now with like you know the, the passports for clubs and stuff. It's not ideal, and I personally don't like really like what's going on. But I kind of when you when something like that happens, you know, when that happened to me, obviously it looks really bad. Like oh, this is you know. But you've got to remember, there's millions of people every day that are having it as well, and they're fine. So yeah, I, I, I've got it. All my friends are sweet, but like you know, I I personally didn't really want to ever have this have the jab. Um, but for work, I had to, um, and I try and stay really impartial online because you know what it's like. It's like it's such a division between people. Yeah, it's yeah, pantal, it's, like it's I, I stay out of that because I'm just one of the lads who just like to have a laugh. So like I don't want to be like pro something or anti it. So I just thought I'd just tell my experience of what happened. I think people. Yeah. You're right in the most people are either like on extreme sides yeah and i think i'm someone who like you know when they first talked about the vaccine i thought well i'll get like i want to get that because because i want to get the normal and i kind of trust that there's no like evil thing to it but that and that's totally my opinion i'm like i yeah. presume there can't be this many people involved in creating the vaccine and that kind of thing it's a little bit like flat earthers i'll be honest like, i i like for a long time i'm quite a skeptical person so like, i do watch all like the documentaries on like the, you know certain conspiracy things now and, and i and i do actually don't get me wrong there's some mad shit that you know is on there's yeah, some magic yeah, yeah. that happened does happen in the world that is not spoken about publicly because obviously you know what the news is like it, it's pretty bad but the way i thought with the vaccine is that the only reason i actually got it is one of my friends in america um his his family work with pfizer and I asked him, I just, I actually asked him, I said, honestly, like, tell me, like, really the, the technology about it and you know, which would be a safer one. Because the AstraZeneca one, obviously, the people were having, like, a few blood clots. So I think it was quite, quite a few problems. So he was like, Ben, it's like, he, to he told me all about mRNA was, blah, 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 blah. So, you know, he didn't say it's 100% amazing, I believe in it. But he, he kind of felt a bit more confident, like, someone explain what's going to happen to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, no, like, I just... Um, I think I was, I was, like, happy that, again, I don't think anybody would want that you don't want to have a vaccine but like yeah if it's there uh, and i i did know people that suffered real bad with covid yeah so i like I, i'm i don't like taking any i don't like taking painkillers uh anything no, I just enjoy in, taking them for fun <laughs> <laughs> great night out streamlining them in yeah. I, I i don't like taking anything but if i have to not if i have to if i'm advised to and it's gonna help it's gonna protect people around me my personal opinion is i'm like i'll get it like no problem but Honestly, i don't like being told what to do in general in life yeah I, I, I felt like i was being a little bit like you're not letting me go into a club unless i have this i just didn't like that kind of yeah i'm um, being told what to do but like i said like you're saying as well is like i think it's, it's it wouldn't benefit anyone including me being online shouting about something that i necessarily couldn't change like we all know as well as anyone is these people at the top that run most of the stuff, they're not going to go, oh, mate, Ben Nicky said don't do it, so let's not, let's not run yeah, this policy. Yeah, yeah. If they're going to do something, they're going to do it. So like, I kind of stay, my, my personal opinions like with my friends are very much a side to like my, my DJ life. Um, yeah. So like I said, I don't really like take sides on it, but um, I just want people to know like if they do get any, anything bad happens to them, that that myocarditis is quite common and that's the only thing I'd say is, is just be, just make sure you just be careful and yeah. if you get any pains or whatever in your chest, just get it checked out. And that's not me being pro or anti, that's just something that's happened to me. Yeah, and I, and, and I get, yeah, you're, it's, it's weird to be pro, like you should just be open to like hearing yeah. different things about it. And as much as I like saw the vaccine because of COVID as a good thing, I still think 
you're going to unfortunately get, like you say, if yours was related to that, yeah. um, you are going to get some things like that. But then that is the gamble of something like uh, as safe as they try and make it. I was really trying to be careful online posting about it because I had so, I, I, people were screenshotting my story and I had like, I had like people that were totally obviously anti, a lot of anti-vax people going like, this is why someone was like, what a, what a fucking sheep. This, this DJ has gone and got a jab and now look what's happened to him. And I was like, hang on a minute. I'm talking out and telling you guys about what's actually happened. Like I'm actually risking, you know, I say risking, but I'm kind of like, you know, talking out about it. Like, give me some respect, man. And then um, luckily quite a few people in that movement actually know me quite well because a lot of them follow my music. So he deleted it straight away, this guy. But um, yeah, like I was trying to, I was getting like sucked into all these like different people that were going like, this is what happens to you if you have it or this yeah, is what yeah. happens if you don't have it. And I was like, oh, mate, I'm just a guy that had a scare and tell him a story. I'm a DJ. I play a few donk tunes in a blimmin' park. Yeah, Let me yeah. do my thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know? I, 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 as like, as an artist, I've actually never said that sentence before, but as an artist, I, uh, I don't like the idea that um, you have to, I'm, I'm not comfortable with that whole thing of like, you can't come and see me unless you've had the vaccine because I yeah. do understand, I do understand, while I am not that personally, I understand people who are like, I'm not, I'm going to not get it. I go, well, that's obviously But you do, this, but you do realize that if you, um, if it was, they're, they're now saying that you can't, um, even a negative test is not suffice, right? That's what they're trying to bring in Cause, now. Because that, that's a level I'm happy with. I'm happy with, if you don't want to get the vaccine, but you're willing to do this test, exactly. prove you're negative, then but come and see it. If that's you, like, so this is what happened in Scotland. They've now brought law from October the 1st. You've got to have, you've got to be double vaccinated. That's the only way to get in. The thing is, when you're vaccinated, you still carry the virus. Like, it, it, you know, you can still carry it. So if someone went and they had no, they didn't have it COVID, and they called it up another double vaccinated person and took it home to their per to their family member who's not vaccinated, that's really bad. If you can prove your negative, you even if you haven't got the jab, if you can prove you've got a negative test, surely that is way more safer because you're not carrying it at all than risking actually going and get catching it just because you've got you know a double vaccine. So the negative testing, in my opinion, is a crucial part of of the testing for events. Especially the, look at the Bell Sonic one; it was great. You know, there's people that didn't want to have a have a jab and they weren't forced to. They could have a negative test, and you at that moment in time do not carry anything. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. in my opinion, that should that that option. I I think it's just a way to get a few more people vaccinated and I am yeah. government obviously wants everyone to have it but um yeah I am um, I really think that um the negative test should should stay that option to have prove a negative tested because that that will really ruin not just nightlife hospitality but because if you know surely you can't not be allowed to go out because that's the only option I mean, it's, it's just I mean it suits me yeah I might I might lie and say I haven't had the vaccine because I as we've established don't like going no, but, you know, out. that's my let's excuse say half of your audience that comes to your show yeah um you know either you know don't want it or that, that maybe that maybe they um you know, medically can't have it because of a certain reason um, might not have arms whatever although what's a protocol if you could you can you, you can be medically anyway? exempt yeah there is um no but I'm saying could you get it in other parts of your, could you get it in your legs easy use your arm I don't or does know. it have to be because that that means there are probably a lot of big music heads with no arms just fucking livid in the house like pro-vaccine pro-vaccine with no arms being like fuck's sake I'm wanted like uh, but, but, do forehead a lot of these people like, in your London shows or whatever let's say they um they haven't even been able to they haven't been able to get the jab or whatever you yeah. know like they can't your your audience would say half because you've isolated a, a part of your, your market then you earn less money because you, you got less of a crowd there. So the venue earns less, the bar takes less. So the whole lot that this is going to affect the hospitality industry again. Yeah. After yeah. lockdown, even more so. So um, 
um yeah i hope i hope they reconsider they haven't brought it into law in england but they're talking about it from october as well and i pray because it's going to massively affect and it would massively affect things here as well because especially with the 16 plus crowds of the your bell sonics and your custom house squares is most of those ages wouldn't be recommended to probably get it so if they can't yeah, get yeah. in because they haven't got it then what then what happens to that market so yeah. um yeah I, I hope that doesn't come in would you remember like in olden times i don't know exactly when like people would have lived underground in like underground towns and cities and that especially in like edinburgh if you ever do like an edinburgh tour then, edinburgh a few would times. you ever like would you if that became a thing again and they said you're like, basically just saying legal rave but trying to make it in a, in a really like like a, uh, what's it, like a metaphor for i'm saying rave. would you live underground all <laughs> oh, right <laughs> If um, this came back in and became a thing, if you didn't like what was happening above ground, and then you were told like, "Listen, this might be more the vibe," would you consider underground? Bear in mind the trade-off is more things you want to do, things you maybe disagree with. They're not happening down it, but no sunlight. Mm, see, see, I actually because I'm a big fan of Lord of the Rings, so that actually I'm getting a, a little bit horny listening to that. Love that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I seriously, do, I do you drive around town underground car parks like? Whoa. I, I do, mate. I go in, that NCP gets me going, bro. Seriously, I actually like the sound of that is amazing. Like I love like I like like uh, like um like fantasy kind of um yeah. like movies and the things like that with the magic like magical like not not your Harry Potters but like your you know like Lord of the Rings things like that. So yeah, um, yeah I actually I genuinely actually think that'd be amazing like yeah. to do that. I, I mean I wouldn't plan the rest of my life doing it, but. No. Maybe maybe a year underground. There's an unbelievable. It might be a Vice documentary or just an article, but I think it's a documentary about in Vegas because you know in Vegas obviously mom uh, like mom made. They have like a massive sewer system. I've seen that. And there's people. Is that with the, one of the drug addicts in there. Yeah, there's loads. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. It's, it's, it's mad. I mean, it's gonna attract somebody. You know, an underground city. Like, come on. Of course, there's gonna be some I mean, like, yeah, there's... loopers there. But like, oh, yeah, concept, oh, yeah, that's another word here. Balloon. Balloon. He's a balloon. Oh, you fucking balloon. Mate, absolutely, what a word. I've been using that for all week. Anyone that describes someone as a balloon is themselves. If you look closely, they're a balloon themselves. Oh, shit. Okay, I'll take... Okay, I'll, I'll like, use it. Oh, right, you fucking balloon. I'm like, oh, you're like, a balloon? Or, or, or a fruit. Or a <laughs> well, fruit. Yeah, I mean, that's... that's. I mean, here's the thing. That has changed over time. Because there's that video, is it like... Um, 50p dickhead a Darnell you me 50p dickhead yeah class yeah, video yeah yeah. yeah yeah I watched that and it was saying it was like your fruit or whatever and I thought it was a great word as well I mean there's so like I remember like there's some fantastic words that I don't realise aren't used and I, I genuinely realise aren't used anywhere else like I say dead on quite a lot yeah I, I, everyone uses that yeah I, 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 I've actually started no no but I've started okay. to like adopt that a little bit because how threatening is that from a Northern Irish person if you've never heard before outside of Northern Ireland yeah. I'm in Costage like at 225 I go dead on <laughs> if no you think threaten. if I think of it that way yeah it's, it's quite intimidating like um, I want to um, lethal everyone's like that's lethal lethal yeah. lethal that, everyone uses the word lethal which you, again used out of context yeah yes have yeah. a pint how's your pint lethal yeah, or, or, everyone, just, everyone, just, everyone just says holy fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, is that holy fuck? Yeah, to the to things that aren't even mad. Yeah, that, yeah. You know, yeah. Where do you get that T-shirt? Boohoo! Holy fuck! Yeah, it's, like, yeah. it's not really it's eight like quid. Grand enough. <laughs> eight quid made with an answering machine. Um, why like the show looked unreal seems to have gone so well. I want to introduce a new feature on the podcast called Mugged Off because it's the tea podcast. Oh, okay. So let me ask you, you know, like doing the show and that sort of thing and being back out in like the last couple of weeks. 
has anything stood out to you where you're, where you're like, oh, I've just been mugged here, even in a small way? Because I was mugged just before we did this podcast. Can you, I tell you? You go first. So on my, I'm a wanderer. I, I just wander around places and end up like doing like in Ollie's. for example yeah <laughs> at two on a Monday afternoon they're like we don't open till <laughs> Thursday but um but I arrived pretty early down to the studio and uh, and then I was like damn Mike I was like do you just want like anything at the shops and then I went to the shops and uh, but I just got like haircut like an unplanned haircut not in the sh- at the barbers because uh, there's a guy Rafa right and uh, he shorts me out so I, I walked past the barbers I was like. I might actually just get a bit of a trim, go and see Jerry Cinnamon tomorrow night, you know, get a haircut. And um, I got a haircut and there was a guy waiting, probably in his early 20s, like a kid. And I got my haircut and then I had to go back because they only take cash. So I go back and uh, Rafa is cutting this kid's hair and then the barber drops him in it because he goes, oh, he's back. What did you want to say to him? And you can clear the guy, you can see clearly the guy didn't want to say it to me. But he's just acting the big man. He's like, I was going to say this to him. Now he's been put on the spot and I'm standing there. And the guy, go, Rafa goes, what did you want to say? And the guy goes, yes. He says, um, I, I thought he was going to say, like, love the videos. He said, your your character, Mike McGoldrick, which is the Ollie's going type character I was telling you about. He goes, uh, now bear in mind, this is not an interview I'm in. It's just a, I'm just in a barbershop for 30 seconds. He spins around in his chair, like real dramatic, like Dr. Evil and goes, would you say your Mike McGoldrick character's burnt out? <laughs> what a boy. I was like, put that razor closer down to his throat. I was like, the fuck Get a manscape up there, like. Like, no facial expression. He's like, yeah, yeah, I used to love it. He goes, you still doing it anymore? Or is that just, uh, are you finished? Because uh, I bet you felt so insecure. Suddenly you're like, wait, I've explained myself yeah. to you now. Because, and, and, and then he was like, uh, he goes, no, I really like it. I'm just, I suppose you've just, you've, you've, I mean, you've kind of, it's, it's probably just run its course, has it? And I don't feel that, but I was like, yeah, it's probably just fucking done, I'm quitting. <laughs> and, then, and, then I, and then the guy goes, uh, he, he looked back just into the mirror to like continue the haircut as I'm still standing there. And he said, yeah, in my spare time, I'm a critic. And I, you know, just like being funny, I went, oh, so is everyone. And he went, no, I'm literally a critic. Got the rest of his haircut. Didn't say who he got it done from or anything like that. But it was, you know, he wasn't even trying to be, it was like, he wasn't trying to be a dick or anything like that. But it's just funny that people have no qualms about being like, so that's not funny anymore, is it? And you're like, no. Because <laughs> you can't go, yeah, it is. <laughs> Push him off the barber chair. I think that's, I think that's ridiculous. I actually watched it. I've actually, one thing that always stuck with me is uh, watching like some of the Ricky Gervais stuff back in the day because I'm a big, big Office fan, Office Partridge, yeah. all that. Yeah. No yeah. off by heart. But, um, you were saying sometimes people will literally, like, it's like having an advert for guitar lessons, you know, in, in, the, in the town centre and someone will, like, which you walk past and ring up this poster and go, I don't fucking want guitar lessons. You know, like, if you don't like something, move the fuck on. If you go, if you go and pass McDonald's, you don't run in and go, I fucking hate hamburgers. You know, if you don't like something, crack yeah. on. I mean, his, what's worse is his problem was he used to like it. He just doesn't want it done again. I get a lot of music. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I get a lot of music. So, uh, so, so, so you, you sold yourself for money, did you? I was like, mate, I play the same stuff I played my whole life, and right, I'll do what. I don't owe you a favor. Like I, I want to go through my life and do what yeah. I want to do. I'm yeah. not. I don't make a decision and go like, oh, Ronald from, you know, Leeds has said to me, oh, you know, like your music's not what I like anymore. I'm not going to change it for you, mate. I'll do what I want to do, mate. Like leave me the hell alone. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I do get that quite a lot to be honest with you, but I'm um, a it's just funny. Oh, who for? Myself. Yeah, yeah. Imagine you can't, you can't, first of all, 
I didn't even know critics were still a thing. Well, everyone's everyone on Twitter uh, thinks that they, for somehow that their voice is more important than a fact. One thing I do find relatively funny is when you put up a video or something and someone just writes under it, shit. Shit. Yeah, I get it all the time. <laughs> Nothing I get else. it all the time. Yeah, I had it, I had it all the time. Shit. Yeah, and all, they, all, these, all these kids, all they're trying to do is get, they're trying to get a few likes on it to look yeah, cool. Yeah, and then yeah. when you reply and go, your mum was shite last night, they always delete the comment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Always. Yeah, yeah always. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I don't know. It's, it, now, it, we're in an era now where everyone just tries to, even if they don't believe it, I've had people give me death threats before just to get a reply. Right, like, like literally, like mate, that's the way it's getting to nowadays. Like literally, like, I hope you die. Someone said to me the other day, so uh, I literally, uh, li- mate, how mad is that to go out of your way to say that to someone? So I, I, I literally screenshotted it and just and showed my fans and was like, look, this is the kind of thing I get received. And then, and then, then someone had a go at me for showing the person that that was telling me to die. So I'm now having to stick. I'm now trying to stick up for my right not to die and trying to be a good person saying this is this should not be said this is the world we live in mate so um yeah if you ever want to send me a message saying i hope you die ben yeah you've got to take accountability for that you know what i might do you i might sit behind my, a little egg logo all day i might change my profile picture to have like my sse shows in the in the photo like in text and then i'm going to send you a death threat and you'll send yeah. that to your followers be like look fucking look at this guy send yeah. me a death threat but they still might see mate it's, it, but it's mental I, I think in this day and age like if you're gonna sit on like a keyboard and you know, say something that bad. No matter who you are, what age you are, whatever, you've got to take accountability for it. Like you can't just, you know, if you're in the street and you mug someone, you, you know, you can't, have a, you can't, you can't get away with it under like a fake account. Like you take accountability for, for, for yeah. stealing something. But online, if people want to like, just, you know, be dicks or whatever, like fair enough. Sometimes it's it's funny and we, we all get it now and then. It's oh, a laugh yeah. or whatever. But I, I think it's the, it, it, it's when people almost like act like they're surprised that happened. I mean, of course there's going to be like negative comments on something you can't it, it, it's like especially you see people that are like new to putting stuff out online yeah they get shocked that there's negative comments at all and it's like well if you want a, a good comment like yeah. you just have to get you never you know, even mother Teresa would never have got 100 percent uh likes on youtube you no. never dislike me yeah yeah the yeah. thing is now is yeah, it's, thumbs- it's, it's now <laughs> but shite yeah shite yeah <laughs> hope you die <laughs> Mother Teresa saves 3,000 children from, from poverty. Get some university degrees. Yeah. Shade, bro. Yeah. But that's, but that's what I mean. But I, but I think people nowadays, is that they're not doing it because they mean it. They're just trying to look like a, like a rebel. So everyone, like, like yeah. then they look like the, the, you know, the joker of the pack. But um, if, you're not, if you haven't got a strong mind, people like, I know people that, like, some of my mates, like, like on social media, they can't deal with it. Like, oh, my God, like, I'm terrible. I'm like, mate, it's a guy watching your stuff. He obviously loves you. Like, just, mate, it's yeah. just part, of, it's part the, of social media. The worst thing you can do is just... If someone always writes the same thing or whatever, yeah. when you just don't give them anything, that kills them inside. If we could have 10 comments all now, if you're watching this video on YouTube, saying shite, be yeah, fucking we'll brilliant. We'll I want to get like, yeah, that'd be brilliant. Let's all just write shite under this video. Yeah. Like, and then write shite. Yeah, yeah. And write in brackets. And then subscribe joking, to my channel. Really enjoyed yeah. it. Really, really enjoyed it. <laughs> shite, bro. Full stop. What is it shite? What is it shite? Bar. Brar. Oh, brar. Like as in brother. Oh, would that be like a thing here? Brar. People just say brar in general. I've never heard that. Yeah. You probably have, but it's so like, it's so like quick and subtle. Ah, that you okay. don't hear it. Like someone will say, I mean, the English translation would be, what is happening, brother? And someone will, you do, what's happening, bro? I'd say, we'd say bro. I could call my mates bro. Yeah, but yeah. bro. Like you've got to almost you, like, you wear you've a got bra. to fall asleep halfway through it. And then well, like, you, what, like you wear a bra. No, you, you go bro. You start with bro and then you fall asleep and then you, you go bro. Right? You go bro. 
like you got to dip and come back brar bra like that's the key bit is the is the bottom of it like that's the nicest bit to be in and then it trails off what's happening bra you know (laughs) you got it nail it to the tee bro I reckon you use it all the time and when you start calling people bra in England and then I wanted to start catching around there I'll I'll make sure you're credited for it and lethal lethal yeah blitz dead on trying to think is there another like more niche one I can give you I, I, th- I think I've got a, f- a few of my mates. Like, my mates always, like, when they're going out, like, let's spin the wheels tonight. Let's spin the wheels. You not heard that before? No. no in, in England? No, here. Here? Yeah, all my mates, like, let's like, spin the wheels by. V-A-I, by. <laughs> and does that mean let's go out? Yeah, let's just, like, go on a mad one. Let's spin the wheels. Oh, so it's not, like, get somewhere? <laughs> Rollo just said, bro. <laughs> no. <laughs> spin the wheels. Like, Kapil uses it all the time. My, my mate's a barber. Yeah, he uses it all the time. He's like, yeah, spin the wheels by. Spin the wheels, and then bye, like B-A-I, like yeah, the boy, yeah, like yeah. A, which I think is like a more of a farmer thing here. Yeah, right? like when you live in a town or whatever, you can't. You oh, can't I, say oh, that. oh, we we down my way in the old rabbit fields. They all they love the old bye. Let's spin the wheels. Yeah, don't know that one. We're sucking diesels, obviously a big one. What? We're sucking diesel. We're sucking diesel. Sounds like someone off Pornhub. Yeah, <laughs> with the, that old wrestler. Remember him? Oh, I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sucking diesel. We're sucking diesel means like let's do it. Lit. She's lit. Yeah, yeah, getting lit, getting, getting lit tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I love that one. Because Americans use that. No, it's a shame you didn't. We didn't prepare like maybe a list of uh, sayings to see if I could have worked them out. Because I think I think I've, I've worked them out most of it now. When you come on for the hat trick of appearances, we can we can do that. I mean, do I what, what happens then? I mean, do we go from like manscapes up to hard cash? Or no, I'm going to bring you a live doc. Uh, Presented to you by Sam Smith. They'll be sat over there. <laughs> I'll say Sam, what? bring that doc. Why can't we get Sam yes, Smith? Bro. Why can't we get Sam Smith on the show? I could get, I could, I think we could get Sam Smith in the podcast. And Sam Smith is um, sort of correct me if I'm wrong. So I'm not good with this politically correct stuff. Um, I think Sam they'd, Smith, they'd be happy to come on. Sam Smith is is not. It's they. It, Sam Smith is identified. Yeah, that's as, what I use anytime. No, so Sam Smith is identifies as a just as a. Is it just an, as a human? Like, it's not a gen, not gender. Yeah, he's no, well, he's serious, definitely seriously. human. Yeah, he's human. And, yeah, and, I mean, and, I've seen, and they, seen him twerk. I, I used it before you said that's so why I will. I'll only use that because um, that's what that's what. Uh, but it's true though. That's is what it? they prefer. It's true though, isn't it? Like you, you can't. You wouldn't be able to say. You, 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 you wouldn't. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to say bra. You wouldn't say to say bra. You could say. Uh, you probably. Could, you mean you can call anyone, bro, but you would have to use they as well. Okay. So you would call, you would shout over and you'd say, uh, like say you're going to Nando's, you go, <laughs> you would go, do, they, do you use all, do you, you'd say, do they want to, do they want to come to Nando's, bro? They, I also say they. But you, you just so throw if you, a if you, um, if, if your agenda is classed as just the, like, is it? What what is it? This mean. I don't think I'm, I'm I don't being uneducated here. Like, thing? what is the? No, I, don't, I, 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 I believe he identifies as just as a person, not as like a as male or female. Yeah, yeah. So I just want to like get this correct. See what's on the podcast. How to identify? Um, I don't Sam know, Smith because obviously they. Yeah. Good word. Were twerking in uh in my room the other night, and um, I'd like to get in contact with them. Them. To come and do it again. Hey, we are politically correct. That's right why, here. like, to be fair though, we, I mean, you talk yourself out of uh, best meal in the Brit- at the Brit Awards category. They couldn't. Nominate I mean, yeah, that's the collaboration. I said they couldn't nominate him for it. I don't mean he couldn't nominate himself. I mean, the judging panel couldn't. Uh, oh, seriously? Yeah. Wow. Okay, fair enough. Obviously, that, so. that was the first person I ever heard that had done that before. I saw it in the news, and I was like, wow. Okay, like, cool. Man. I like your trainers. Thanks, mate. You look don't really comfy. Yeah, I'm going to the gym after, and I. You are rocking some Kermits there, bud. Can we get on camera? Can we see. 
Kermit Green. Yeah, but don't no, don't say they're Kermit. They're no, just green. No, Kermit Green. Like and you the, say, get them on camera. Now I've shown my white socks, which is the brilliant. ultimate virgin I, I, I move. Love them. You're, you're, what would be what you'd be classed as? Um, it's called peacocking. What what does that mean? When I was younger, I studied. Um, this is really weird. I studied seduction. <laughs> uh, my way of saying you're a player. My my, my fr- this is a, like this is something you have to watch. My friends were into things. Uh, my friend was a pickup artist, so he literally. No. Have you have you heard about this? Yes. Okay. Have you read the game Neil Strauss? No. <laughs> yes, you have. I swear, you... I, I swear I haven't. If you struggle with women, go and read a book called The Game by don't, Neil Strauss. Change your life. Don't. Just Change be dead on. Just be dead on. No. Mate. Isn't that having a say... good personality never got anyone anywhere? This, I tell you this book. No. <laughs> you have read. Don't it, they you? say? The, at the start of that you like you do an insult like a playful insult yeah it's called a neg no but so basically me and, me and my mates what's um, wrong with a song it's, it's, you've got to act in, you, in this day you and sing, age you sing you uh, the problem is now problem. do you know how easy it is you know, with Tinder and Bumble and Humble all these things whatever it's so easy to go and meet someone now like people like you're swipe. you know when you're like on a, on a Tinder swiping not that like I've ever done it you know when you're swiping left or right or whatever that's a potential, like, rather than go on a date and meet someone, in one second, you've decided whether you like someone or not. So, um, yeah, I studied this. This is like a long time ago when I was, like, 18 or whatever. It's, like, a long time ago. But me and my mates, this is no joke, would go out and, like, use these routines, like, when we were abroad and stuff. And literally, mate, it was ridiculous. Let me just we're, say... We're crushing it, crushing it. Let me just say, if that, if that is how the lady is picked up, she ain't worth it. She ain't worth it because... She ain't. I think you've got to do old-school romance... And I, I don't think, no, I'm not, no, no, no. I don't want anybody to read it. I don't like the neg. I don't like you neg me, talking about my Kermits. I've, I've actually, Are you trying I, to pull actually, me I, right now? I gave now? you a neg. <laughs> You're like, here, uh, if you ever been to the Malmaison, because there's a <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Bring a snooker cue. <laughs> do, like, do, do you like Sam Smith? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, in all honesty, actually, like I, the reason I read it is um, he used to tour with, I think it was Motley Crue and the Rolling Stones or something. He was doing a documentary. I love Rolling Stones. My favorite band. There you go. And he, he came, and he came across. He, he was in a bar, and the Rolling Stones. It it maybe it was with Motley Crue or someone he was with, and um, he was in a he was in a bar in Hollywood. This guy Neil Strauss, and there was this guy walking around with like bright, well, they weren't bright green, but he had some crazy shoes on and a big top hat. He was walking around and he, he pulled like Paris Hilton and like Britney Spears and all these girls. And he was like, who is this guy? Like he was peacocking like hard. So that where peacocking comes up. And he was a professional pickup artist. And he, they, they, these guys now, they train people for like five grand an hour. Like these, these geeks that like have sat in their room doing Microsoft, whatever, coding the whole life and never seen a girl. Like they're, they're paying these people. So when I was younger, me and my mates, we like read this book and it was just like hilarious. And we just went out and did it for a laugh. What's like, wrong with presenting the lady with a floor? Or an Excel spreadsheet, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like codes? Um, a song, a flower. Yeah. I mean, like, obviously, like, nowadays, it's, um, yeah. I'm if you're sure, good I'm, enough dancer, you don't need any of that. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually, I'm actually the opposite. <laughs> it's all in the neck, you know? But yeah, it's, um, I would just say, I just say. Less neck, more neck. Interesting, uh, it's an interesting thing. He's got a neck, neck. DJ, thing. Craig David, seven days. Big Craigie D. Yeah, love Craig David. I met I met him when I played at Tomorrowland. Um, yeah. Random that Craig David played at Tomorrowland. It wouldn't fit. He's the Craig bill. David. No, nah, I think he was. They did like a, a stage of like maybe some more R and B or something. But I was sat next to him on the flight on the way home, and um, I just all I could keep thinking about was Bo Selector, and I felt so bad because I know that it was bad. 
like which is an egg to sit down and go hey, post electric no, creek that'd be, that'd be called a hard neg oh hard a neg hard neg yeah 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 um Another word in, in the world of pickup artists, by the way, I'm, I'm not a pickup artist, you know, I've literally just read a book, but um, is um, a time constraint. So like if you're in a bar, I love this fact we're talking about dating advice, like here, like at the end of the day, if you're a DJ, just give a backstage pass, you don't need to, you, know, <laughs> you don't need any any kind of dating advice if, you're, if you've got a bit of clout, like it's fine. But a, t- a time constraint would be as you'd like, you turn around to a girl and be like, I've only got, hey, I've only got one minute, but can I ask you this? And because you've already like said you've got to go, you already played hard to get before you even put the question in. So you're like, you have, you're like, you're kind of looking like you're, I've got to leave already. And that's got a time constraint. So you would start with that and then probably do a neg or a question. One question that people used to say is you would say, um, hey, do you guys just see that fight outside? And they would be like, no. And you'd say, oh, it was mental. I just saw a midget fighting like an elderly guy. And they'd be like, what the hell? And it's so random that it would get a conversation going. That would get you in with a group of people that you're interested in. Yeah, it's mad. Mate, it's absolutely mad. It's, it's a massive science to it. Like, it's crazy. I'm gonna bring the I'm gonna bring the game in for him. That's what in the book. Next I time would I'll be in. very interested to take some pearls of wisdom. <laughs> well, you obviously don't need it, like. But uh, I'm more skeptical about that than anti-vaxxers are about COVID. <laughs> uh, yeah, that who wrote that? Neil Strauss. Neil Strauss. Balloon. <laughs> balloon. 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 Absolute balloon. Um, thanks so much for coming on, man. It's it's all, honestly always so much fun. And please come on for the hat trick. Yeah, I know. How long have you been doing this now? I don't know. Oh, in general, the podcast or yeah, our episode? Yeah, how long have we been on? Um, probably an hour. Okay. An hour and a little really bit. Goes quick, goes quickly. I got to pick up my lunch. I don't think we covered uh, many. I don't think we covered much education apart anything. from uh, uh, me going to hospital, pick up artists, balloons, Sam um, Smith. Sam Smith. Um, and, and what would make my day is maybe getting Sam Smith on here for you one day so we can meet them. I think it'd be a 10 out of 10 episode. I, I think I'd have fun. I reckon Sam Smith would be dead on. 100%. 100%. Yeah. And it also, fucking great though. Like, yeah. some belt, like that album in the Midnight Hour. I actually have never listened to a Sam Smith song, I'm going to be totally honest. Like, really I, like the ones on the radio, I think Dancing with, a Str- is Dancing with a Something is yeah. a really good song. But see, like, just before that first album, there's a song he did with White Noise called Latch. That's oh, it. oh, Disclosure, of course. That's what blew him up. Yeah, I know that one, of course, yeah. Um... Yeah, there was another. He had some like EP that was recorded in like a church, and it was really good. Can I ask whatever what kind of guests have you have you had on recently, or who you got coming up? Any? I'm not, that's not on me. I'm trying to plug your own mm. show. Like I actually genuinely from from the world of just intri- like people that I would, like would know of. Like just it'd be intriguing. We do you know we love we love having boxers on. Yeah, it's always like a good episode. Don't know what it is about boxers. Who's um, your chat. man? I just thought is it um, was it Michael Connor? Michael Michael was in here yeah. what like a month ago. Just before that, his fight, I got invited to the by one of the boys to his, his fight. But I was DJing that night. I would, would have loved to have gone to that. Yeah, I thought, is that I, the one that was in Falls Park? Yeah, it looked yeah, yeah, unbelievable, yeah. but it rained, so so you didn't there. go because that's the rain. And the, like, it's not cool when you're like, yes, I'm up for this gig. Let's spin the wheels, but also let's check the forecast. Spin the wheels. There you go, let's boy. Let's check the forecast. Um, ben, cheers for coming on. Thank I appreciate you so much. it, and um, I will let you guys know how the manscape goes. Yeah, um, and, and when that I, gift arrives. Send 100%. On. I'm going to hopefully the um, I'll be able to hear better once the hair <laughs> and the nose hair. Whole different game. I'll, I'll be at the suction down. will be great on my nose. Yeah. Rolo cheers for coming, man. Oh, yeah. yeah big do you enjoy the tea? No. Big shout out to Rolo here. On a scale 1 to 10? Don't yeah. lie. No, I'm 10? Fuck it. And we're going to go um, and see your man perform at SSE end of the month. Yep. And obviously I'm going to watch. I'm going to Jerry tonight. You're not going tomorrow, are you? Come tomorrow. Because... So. Genuinely, why am, why am I not going tonight? What's it going to do tonight? It's going to rain. It's going to rain. 
Tomorrow, 12% chance of precipitation. <laughs> Rock on, Mate, this buddy. is how prepared I was for today. I, I rang up, obviously, because I did Bell Sonic last week. I was like, the, 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 the production manager, actually, I won't give his name because then everyone will probably try and message him for free stuff, but he was like, if you come down today, I'll give you a car pass so when, so when uh, you can drive, you know, like they close the road off, you can drive in. And then you can literally, before the end of the concert, go up, there's like a back exit out the Big park. Yeah. Yeah. Because when I did Bell Sonic last time, there's like a little, people don't realize that Ormu Park is like a little secret road that gets you out of the park without anyone seeing you. And it's the only way you can get out. So that, yeah. The, we'll probably have people waiting at the entrance for you now. The number one middle-aged, middle-class thing now about going to concerts is what about whenever you uh, leave slightly before the end and beat the traffic? You know, when you get yeah, out of the car park it first? It is a buzz. Oh, the face driver. Oh, let me pop a ticket in. Oh. Oh. You look at everyone and go, he told you it was worth you it. leave two songs in. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be me tonight. I'll be back in bed with the Cocoa Pops, mate. Yeah. yeah. I'll beat the traffic. <laughs> shite night but I got home early <laughs> didn't even see him come on yeah. just for that fucking that moment and then you go to an underground car park oh yeah I'm gonna let you know that goes as well because I genuinely want to I think they're called dwellers dwellers I want to be a dweller if I ever build a bunker in the garden with the rabbits and all that you'll be the first man free me you and Rolo yeah no no no, no. you do not want to be in the, in the back. yeah, yeah. Ben, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thanks so much, man. <laughs>